0: Gentlemen, Welcome to another episode of the Startup Soiree Podcast. This is your host Patrick Reif. Happy to have you all here with us again on another beautiful Monday. Today's guest is Stacey Chambers from GoGo's Retread Threads. Many of you in Baltimore, uh, even if you do not know Stacy uh, or the name of her business, most likely will have seen her business. She uh, and Go-Go's are a uh, kind of like a cool, chic thrift store that rolls around in a a uh, traditional school bus that has been um, psychedelically improvised uh, on the outside—a um, pretty cool business. Also, you'll have uh, noticed her if you watch uh, BBJ this past year. She is one of uh, our forty under forty. So, without too much more yakking, Stacy, welcome to the Startup Soiree podcast. Thank you for being a guest.
1: Thanks for having me, Patrick. If hey, you- everyone. <laughs>
0: If you don't mind, just as we start off, um, give, give us your give us your story a little bit about Go Go's and uh, and maybe a little background on yourself.
1: Sure. Uh, well, I am not a Baltimore native, but I've been here about uh, ten years. I started the business uh, five years ago. I was the first mobile uh, clothing business in Maryland, and uh, I started it as. I was going to do a traditional brick and mortar, and then I heard a scary NPR news story about how people don't actually support small business like they say they do. And I got the idea on a Tuesday to try to do it mobile, like in a Winnebago or a bus or something, and um, I, I literally had the bus in three days. So I got the idea on a Tuesday. I bought a bus on Friday, and uh, everything just sort of fell into place
0: So uh,
1: as far as Go
0: ahead. Uh, I have a I have a, a a few questions right off the jump, and the and the first one is how'd you find a bus so quick?
1: <laughs> well, uh, the the internet is a, a wonderful place. It's not just for cat pictures and uh, googling what people are wearing. It's uh, you can actually find a lot of useful things on there, like a bus.
0: So it is
1: mostly for googling cat pictures.
0: Did you convert it immediately? Did you did you do the paint job or did you get out there and hawk with it being yellow for a little while?
1: Um, actually, it was primer gray. It looked like a prison bus. <laughs> so I worked out of a prison bus for a few, actually about six months. Um, I wanted to highlight a local artist and I met my good friend, Matt Muirhead. Um, he's a local artist. He's getting a lot of recognition right now. And, you know, it was just a really good fit. I really liked him and I wanted to be able to support someone local in the community. Um, I'm really all about small business and artists and musicians and all just sort of creating a collective, like collaborative area with everyone involved. So being able to do that has been awesome. I'm actually going to start doing uh, curated collections from different photographers and artists on my my ceiling of my bus. So look out for that. I'm going to be putting magnets on the ceiling and showcasing people's work and selling their work.
0: Great idea. Yeah, we're familiar with Matt. He, um, I've met him a few times just around town, but uh, he was in charge, I believe, and I hope that I am not denigrating someone else, but I believe Matt was the guy who helmed putting together the Mad Max uh, photo, back, photo booth backdrop that Pixelated shot against for the Creative Alliance um, Mad Max festival party thing that they threw a few weeks ago, and it was <laughs> exceptionally amazing. It had like a, a movable kind of turret, gun uh and it was it was totally totally fully realized so talented guy um yeah
1: um yeah matt was involved in that sorry go ahead
0: did you just meet matt from being in baltimore
1: yeah 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 um yeah matt was involved in that with several other people i actually helped put up some of that stuff as well um it was Matt and a, uh, an artist named uh, Chris Owen. They both kind of did it, and a lot of other talented people. Um, but, but yeah, he was involved in that.
0: So, where does the um, where does your interest and background in fashion and I guess you know cl- clothing or re- reselling clothing? Uh, where's that? Where's that from?
1: Well, uh, my mom used to run like a mobile or not mobile. I'm sorry. That's me. I run the mobile thing, not my mom. Uh, my mom used to manage, uh, is a homeless outreach, soup kitchen, food pantry, vintage boutique and thrift store back home. So I kind of grew up with that as, as my base and just sort of really having an appreciation for reusing things and, um, also just the cost effectiveness of it. Um, I also, I just, I think so oftentimes so many parts of of our lives are really disposable. And I think a lot of clothing now is really disposable. And that's how we approach it. You know, trends is like disposable things. And kind of makes me a little sad. So being able to take things that were loved by people and give them to someone else or sell them to someone else so they can be loved again and have exciting, cool lives on someone's back again uh, really makes me happy. And also, you know, Baltimore's a working class town and, you know, most of my price points are, are pretty reasonable. And I think people sort of have known to love that about me and being able to provide that service to so many people that just are kick-ass people that don't have as much uh, walking around money. As other people do, really means a lot to me.
0: The website is awesome, by the way. I uh, I really <laughs> love it. I, I pulled I pulled it up before we started talking, and I just kind of clicked over to it, and it's great. It like really it embodies the uh, the vibrancy of the business, um, but it's also real clean and nice. Like it's real considered uh, and put together well. Nice job. Nice job. Thank you so thank you you. how the hell did you get get to baltimore where and where are you from where did you come from
1: um i grew up in reno nevada i came to baltimore sort of via phoenix and los angeles um i met a fella in phoenix and i wasn't doing anything in phoenix i couldn't do in baltimore and i think that I know I've met a lot of women, a lot of people that have been brought to Baltimore by other people, like significant other type people. So I think that there's some kind of tax credit that you get in Baltimore <laughs> if you bring someone cute to Baltimore. I meet all these really cute people. I'm like, how would you get here? They're like, oh, my so-and-so brought me. We broke up. And I'm like, that's it. There's some kind of tax incentive that they don't tell you about. If you bring in someone from out of state who's cute and nice and you bring them to Baltimore, you get like, I don't know, like some kind of $2,000 tax credit, I think.
0: Yeah, there's also the weird like m- magnetic retention rate that uh, prevents people from being able to yeah, leave. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Something weird. Well,
1: such a, It's a cool town. It's I mean, I, I really like it here. I think, you know, it's it's humble sort of working class city, but there's so much pride. People take so much pride in their town. Um, you know, good, bad, ugly. Like people love it here. And there's there's something to be said about that. I mean, there's a really cool art and music scene here, but people don't take themselves super seriously there's not like a pretentious bone in baltimore's body and i think that's awesome and to be a part of that is awesome you know
0: so if you had to if you had to split it in half how how uh, what, what portion of the business is is more engaging for you is it the creative portion of it or is it the 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 business aspect of it? You know I I, I
1: equally love it's it's completely equal. I mean that's such a corny thing to say, but I mean I love engaging with people so much. Um you know I could I could sell my stuff on Etsy and honestly probably make uh, more money doing that. But there's something that really floats my boat when I like see somebody in my clothes walking on the street and they like hug me and like, I get so much attention from this shirt. Or, you know, when I don't know someone and they come on my bus and they're like, I just got a new job and I need some work clothes. And I like give them a better deal because they know they just got a job and then they come back and share their experiences with me. Like it's, it's really what inspires me is just to be able to make someone's day a little brighter. And also I think, you know, so oftentimes you see business people, um, small businesses even, and you don't think it's an attainable thing for you. And, you know, what I'm doing is attainable. There's a lot of other fashion trucks on the street now. There's a, there's a, I took a risk and it paid off. And the fact that it, it did, I think, is is really cool for people and for people to see. I mean, granted, I'm not like living in the lap of luxury. I am I struggle every day and um, but I'm not I'm not making any, you know, faceless corporation wealth. I'm not being an ambassador to a company that doesn't care about me, you know, and, and doesn't really care about the people that they are. That are supporting them. I get to, I care about everyone and I feel the, the relationships that I'm developing, um, and cultivating are, it's a two way street and it's awesome to experience that. And as creative stuff goes, yeah, I I love being able to create things and, and I handwrite all my signs and I, um, you know, try to be clever with my social media and, you know, I rework some vintage pieces, and you know, rework some jewelry, and that's really awesome too to be able to flex those muscles. It's, I, I'm really lucky, like every day that I do this.
0: So sorry to gush. No, no, no. That, that <laughs> that's that's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. Uh, where do you see Go Goes going? Sorry, I had to do that.
1: You know, it's okay. <laughs> I I forgive you. I feel like you. You kind of need to be like, oh, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I do a lot um, of that. I, <laughs> I do a lot of that too. I yeah. I am really proud of myself for not dropping the F word yet. Um, I, you know, I ask myself that often. You know, um, I hope that I can utilize this um, vehicle. Ha ha. I need a pun also, as something to hopefully like bridge more small businesses together and, you know, develop more community. Uh, I feel like oftentimes small businesses work as adversaries. Um, You know, it's like that store is next to me and that means they're my competitor, Uh, where I feel like, you know, big corporations work together all the time. And I feel like instead of us being, you know, little rats fighting over a big piece of cheese, like we need to learn how to make the cheese and work together. Um, And I feel like because I'm so mobile and because I go to so many different areas, um, I have been able to sort of bridge some people together. And hopefully, not just hopefully, I think I have shown other small businesses like that there is power in numbers and, and working together. So I'd really like to get more involved with like small business advocacy and also, you know, maybe starting other mobile businesses for people, um, you know, I mean, even just like the food deserts that are around. Uh, there used to be a truck that I, I saw that, um, you know, it was like a farm bus sort of, but I don't see that anymore. And so I think that I would really like to get involved with bringing communities that maybe have struggling. Um, totally you know like have struggling are struggling with bringing retail into their communities having a mobile business where it's like we come and are successful and in, in bringing these things to other communities that have struggled I think that that's something that could be attainable and sure successful.
0: sure and and new and new business models to come and push you know exactly. m- new business I, I'm so glad you mentioned that this is something that is is near and dear to me and uh uh, I've tried to I've tried to maintain a pretty vocal point of view over the last um 34 years in my life but also over the last few months in Baltimore being someone from Baltimore and watching what's going on and and having a point of view about it and I definitely am uh, am someone who is deeply uh rooted for the community you know I'm I'm an underdog person uh through and through uh and I think that I've said it before on this platform and I'll say it everywhere else that I think that the, you know, the heart of of the renaissance that's going to happen in Baltimore is going to come from small businesses that uh, recognize the opportunity that the city being where it is has afforded them to build a business and they're going to care and they're going to want to come back and impact the Communities in in meaningful ways, and you know, my I keep musing on this version of the, this model of of coming in and and repairing an entire block, one block at a time, uh, but figuring out how to do it without uh without bringing in any of the chain stores to to do it and without uh without and only like putting the people in the in the housing that are that live in the communities currently you know like just flipping them for the sake of creating you know places to live you know there's that there's that theater on on monroe street if you're if you're cutting across monroe uh it's kind of like right there in the middle of the west side. It's on the left-hand side uh, as you're cutting across Monroe. And I always just dream about how cool it would be to just make that movie theater, like ground zero, um, first starting this like new organic way. So all you, all of you, yeah, like all, yeah all you c- c- civic entrepreneurs out there all of you uh social socially focused entrepreneurs out there you need to email this guy so we can get you on here and talk about that stuff more because that needs to be a, a stronger conversation happening in Baltimore uh, I think happening at large is is ways that that new business and entrepreneurship can positively impact the way you know local communities grow in the future but we got to start talking about it like you can't can't just mention it being cool you gotta have the have the chat
1: well also i think not just looking at success as wealth driven you know look at successes like community driven and society driven you know like instead of trying to build wealth constantly like rebuild society you know and rebuild redefine what What it means to create something, you know, because so oftentimes people are so wealth-driven and and financial-driven.
0: Building wealth, you don't want to, obviously. Yeah, building wealth alone is is a is a vain pursuit. Like it's it's fine to build to build wealth and if it if it's produced by what your effort is. But the point is, is like you have to be pursuing, you have to achieve, you have to have have a an effort in place, you know, just to. Pursue money for money's sake is—it's not something I'm interested in anyway, and I also—it's not something I'm worried about. Like I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm pretty confident that it'll take care of itself at this point. I think that my my job is just to stay focused on trying to really create positive, you know, opportunities for other people. If I can keep doing that, I think I'll—I'll I'll be pretty happy.
1: Yeah, that's that's my job too. <laughs> well, I'm I'm so glad I, that um also. that that we could. I'm
0: I'm sorry. Say that again.
1: I said one skirt at a time.
0: One, sk- one, one, <laughs> one skirt. at a time. One skirt at a time. I think that um, I I love. having gotten to learn about your uh the essence of your business, which is wanting to make community. You know, like when we when we started the idea of startup soirée, it was like it would be great to network with other business owners and not have um people that are looking for jobs, like break up our conversation so we can really like stay on it. Uh, and that's kind of like where it started. And then once we kind of pulled it apart and started to plan it more and more, we realized how important we thought it would be to really make a legitimate community. Uh, and that's when we started blogging and podcasting and interviewing people and just like kind of really going all in and really putting a ton of effort into it. And it seems like, um, you have a very similar, um, point of view. You know, we really want to figure out how to stitch together uh the a business community and and be resourceful and be helpful to the community that we're in. So, thanks thanks for taking time um, to talk with me today. I uh I want before we um, before we break off, could you please let everyone out there in the universe know the best way uh, to find out about GoGo's Retread Threads and uh, and to get in touch with you.
1: Sure. Uh, The best way to find me is on Facebook at GoGo's Retread Threads. I'm also on Instagram under the same handle. Uh, Again, I am a vintage and pre-loved clothing bus. I travel around Baltimore and I'm available for private functions, um, events, corporate events. And uh, you're welcome just to call me and tell me if you're having a great day or if you're having an issue. I love talking with people. Uh, Thanks again and look forward to hearing from you.
0: Awesome, Stacey. Awesome. Well, you heard it, guys uh, and gals, people in the universe. Uh, Another thrilling run with this guy and Stacey. Um, The events are building up. This is going to air on Monday, so it will be soiree week when we're listening to this. Uh, So we have Ted Offit next Thursday at Pixelated for the May Startup Soiree. Uh, So if you haven't got your tickets yet, go and get them. It's going to be a good one. Uh, We are currently on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, so we're putting it in three places you can go and listen. And, of course, you can always go to uh, the website startup-soiree.com and hit the podcast tab up there. If you want to do me a huge favor, head to iTunes, leave a review of the podcast. It helps more people find this awesomeness. Um, and here's my last ask of the day. I want to hear from more entrepreneurs about what they're doing. This could be you. You could be Stacy. Uh, it's just a different Monday sometime in the future. So uh, I want you to send me an email. Send it to Patrick at pixelatedphotobooth.com. That's P-I-X-I-L-A-T-E-D, photobooth.com. And and make the uh, the subject line say, yo, I'm trying to be on the Soiree podcast. And we will make that happen. Uh, okay, until next time, stay cool. Peace.